Welcome to episode number 88 of the Ross, L and Luke show. The lucky 88, eh? Well, today we ask the question of L: what's this human-based economy you speak of? I'm really interested to find out what it is and hope we get to know more by the end of this episode. Who's going to do the intro today? Yep. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but gee, I've had a good week and I'm about ready for a podcast. That sounds like a magnificent idea. <laughs> and Luke will try not to ruin a good podcast. <laughs> oh, no, it's make, all it's done make now. Make a difference, son. Make a difference. <laughs> try not to. Yeah. Don't Welcome to the Ross, L and Luke show. Um, we were having a very brief chat off air about um, what we're going to talk about today and probably a couple of months ago now for for us um, there was a discussion about uh, what we might deliver and Al said he was going to talk about what's a human based society and he's given me this blank look when I shared that with him but I'm going to throw it to him right now and ask him what's a human based society. Well so they're your words Ross so how would I know? They're not my words (laughs) they're your words. No no no, no. So what I, what I talked about was a human-based economy. I did not use the word society. Sure. Then that might have been useful to share. Can we well, I've just, real, I just realised why it doesn't make any sense to me because they're not my words. <laughs> well, can you elaborate on that? Like, you know. Okay. So, so we're talking about a human-based economy. Yeah. So how do you guys experience the Australian economy right now? Whoa. From a... Business or consumer point of view, either either. Yeah, either. Um, either. Yeah, it's patchy, you know, uh, okay. in the business side of things. Um, it's it's buoyant in some areas and in others it's quite, you know, sort of stagnant. So um, consumerism's probably slowed down, like spending-wise. So we see it uh, both on the retail side, so those real sort of niche retailers – uh, especially smaller ones that's you know starting to sort of hit the wall um so yeah it's definitely an effect going on but in saying that where spending's taken away from these retailers that are sort of falling over you know a lot more is going into obviously purchasing online but it's not huge it's not what you would think it would be like i think it's like a 17 percent increase you know in the last you know maybe year or two that people are spending online which is significant but some you know predicted that it would just be 50 60 percent of all shopping would be done online, which isn't the case. But however, all this transitions into more people buying online, so there's more office space being rented out, yeah? So there's, like, more IT jobs, there's more warehousing, etc. not necessarily based in Australia, but I've seen that there's a fair shift in that economy, yeah, uh, from what I can see. And Thanks. And have you experienced it personally? Or how do you experience it personally? Yeah, well, from a business perspective, it's it's sort of where we need to focus more, you know what I mean? From uh, marketing to companies that might be opening offices, we put a lot of murals on walls and, you know, put their logo all branded in their office and things like that. So I experience it from that point of view, from a benefit of, you know, making a sale to these companies that are occupying large amounts of office space. I was in my city office yesterday. Did you do those murals? I'm not sure. Albert Einstein and I think it's, um, who was the chick pilot? Is it Amelia Earhart? Or? Oh, okay. Yeah, we have, well, we have done in your office. Yeah, and the one in the city. No, it might be another one. 
No, we were. Oh, we've only done one <laughs> Albert Einstein in the city. Um, yeah, the licensing rights to use the Albert Einstein image are quite significant in a, in a commercial sense. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, there's lots of lots of stuff that goes on, but we did do one in a company uh, in the city, but they're pretty sizey company. Wasn't yours, I don't think. Okay, we can mention <laughs> it off air. I don't know. <laughs> I, I found the uh, the economy. It's it seems to be a bit shaky. So people kind of continue on with life and do what they do, but anytime anything comes up everyone sort of panics about it which is unusual because quite often here we're a bit buffered from the rest of the world um things can happen pretty major on a, on a, you know outside australia but we can often kind of ride through it um our economy uh, is sometimes not based so much on some of the things that happen overseas um, but in other countries you know they can have a big impact on on what happens here uh, property is on the rise again which is which is interesting because it's still ridiculously expensive to buy a property here you know it's just not based on wage it's not terribly realistic for most people yeah the uh the small businesses are especially those with the shop front are continuing to suffer there's more and more empty shops wherever you go these days you know i'm continuing to see spaces where there's more and more empty uh shop fronts uh, which, you know, once upon a time, you would see pockets of it, but it would be very rare to see. Uh, and it would only be in a very specific location that is, you know, probably um, lower class and there might be, you know, violence and things like that. But, uh, you know, so you'd be, the place would be graffitied and, you know, windows boarded up. Yeah. But uh, these days you'll find it, you know, all over the place. Sometimes in some pretty major shopping centres you'll find empty spaces as well, which is unusual. I guess for, you know, for the suburb around here, everything seems to be pretty stable, fine, property prices are are good. Um, I think property prices here are are going up again like they are, I think, in most places is what I'm hearing. Property hasn't been moving in some areas as well. Uh, It's interesting. You'll probably know more about property. You can probably share that with us, Al, about what's happening with the, the property. Uh, one thing I've discovered though is even the experts are really kind of struggling uh, in my experience to be able to give us some solid advice as to what to expect you know they go hey this is going to happen and then you know 12 months later they go oh it's still coming and then you know 24 months later oh it's still it's uh, I don't know anymore Um, so that's that's been interesting uh, because quite often what they suggest has been what people have listened to you know hey there's an expert that said this and <laughs> yeah, and off we go and turns. yeah, yeah. And, and these days the experts say this and then you know that's not what happens at all mm. all right thanks Ross. and so how like what are some words you guys would use to describe how you feel about our economy i oh. honestly don't think too much about it um i don't spend a lot of time cons- doing that like i'll if there's something that's important to me, I'll look at that thing. How do you um, feel about the, all the things you just described? About as much as I said then. That's about it. So, I don't have, yeah, a, lot of, I don't have a lot of attachment yeah, to it. Like it's sometimes un- uncertainty. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but also, 
as Ross said, I, I try not to focus on it too much. You know, if you, if you if you read into it and bite off, you know, everything that you read, you, you wouldn't get out of bed. You know, so you, I just kind of focus on what I've got to do for the day and you know the plan that I have. So that's probably the most important, you know, part of it for me. That's how I feel. So, so one of the things that that uh, that happens in my world at the moment uh, is that I avoid most of the news, uh, which is where a lot of this type of conversation happens. So what I'm hearing is just kind of bits and pieces of it. So I'm probably not terribly in touch with how the economy is really going. Uh, the reason I avoid news is because I've got little kids and most of the news, 95% or more of the news is just, you know, garbage that they don't need murders to be listening to. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, things like murders and stuff like that. And it's like, well, you know, yeah, I, I get that they're going on, but, th- you know, that's the first article and the second and the third and the fourth and the fifth that you want to speak about. Let's speak about something that's, yeah maybe like the economy that's something that impacts everyone you know a murder that happened in one suburb somewhere um, and it makes big news and one person or a couple of people is that really the most important thing for us to be talking about well it's one thing isn't it to be talking about same as the economy it's not it's not life in of itself although some people would like to think you know that they play in that arena um, with economics and you know money that that's how you know the world rolls but there's many fabrics of life that not only the economy but you know connection to community groups you know things like that that you know really well help you sort of focus even in times of stress or whatever the economy's in yeah because people feel it some people just get confused of why it's like so up and down you know and that's that's there's no consistency in that but i think if we can you know as a business i just know i need there's some certain things i need to be looking at to you know maybe mitigate or navigate around potential slowness in the economy Hmm. it's just being smart about it yeah there's a there's a saying uh in nlp which is and i'm sure it's you know many other places as well uh is what what you focus on is what you get you know if you focus on something you, you get more of that and and we do things like fill the news with all sorts of you know, horrendous, horrific, and horrible things that don't really warrant in half an hour or an hour of our time. Um, you know, what would be a much better investment of of our time and our mind uh, instead? You know, what would be the things to focus on? Okay. Yeah. So, so far, do you think you guys have had a lot of stuff to say that that is positive, heartwarming, joyful, happy, satisfied, content? Any of those things? I- I don't feel that that's the case. Right. <laughs> no. There's a little bit there. Um, yeah. If we, if we, you know, rewound the tape, I'm sure we'd find a maybe a one or two percenters there. <laughs> but no. Okay. No, doom and gloom. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. predominantly, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Is that, yeah. Okay. So right now, you know, you're both aware that, that interest rates are the lowest they've been in our lifetime. Mm, it's a, yeah. It's amazing how so the cost of borrowing yeah. money is the lowest it's ever been. Yeah. So shouldn't we just be borrowing money and, and spending it and and happy well so it's it hasn't dropped on personal loans that far it's dropped on other things so like a house loan house loan is ridiculously low well okay good point i'm talking about the cost of money at the level that where it's issued by our central bank yeah well that's why they want us obviously it's that low and it encourages spending but then we you know the the only way down from there to stimulate the economy well is down so it's an interesting point that's been raised here. So, the rate that the central bank quotes for for the commercial banks is the lowest it's been in our lifetime. So, mm-hmm. so I think it's the lowest in history, effectively. Mm-hmm. 
and yet we're not seeing that flow through to what we pay necessarily except in one or two key areas yeah yeah well businesses have been less like reluctant you know the whole the the general consensus last year was that people sort of holding off buying you know new machinery um oh that'd be me um so you know what i mean there's been sort of pullback in some areas and you're right like you know businesses should be investing it's if, if money's cheap um, to buy new machinery, invest in their businesses. Well, logically, yeah, logically, yeah. money is the cheapest it's ever been. Yeah. Or cre- sorry, credit. Let's be clear. Credit is the cheapest it's ever been, and yet, uh, you know, I don't know if, if you guys have looked at finance recently. It's not easy. No. So, does that sound like a system that's working for the banks? Does it sound like a system that's working? I don't, I don't believe so. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not talking about it. It does the system work. Does the system work? Well, what's what's the intention of it? Okay. What is the intention of it? Well, I just said it works for the banks, and you're saying... So, what is the intention works. of it? So, well, uh, my belief is that the banking system is created for the banks. Well, I talk, I'm talking about the economy, or we're talking about the economy. Right, okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so... The, so, the economy... Mm. This is only one part of the economy. Yep. However, it could be argued that credit... You know, borrowings is what drives modern economies. In fact, it could be argued that's almost all that drives modern economies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the cycle of money. Yeah. If if it's the cheapest it's ever been, and yet that's not flowing through to the rest of us, is that actually working? No, it's not. And there's probably a few factors like you know wage growth. Like people just don't have the money to spend. Therefore, you know, logically. And this is not for everybody, but logically, if you can't pay off a loan, you know what I mean? You've got your mortgage, you know, you've got your car, and then, you know, you want to, money's cheap, so why don't we buy a boat or something else or whatever? People are reluctant to go to that next level because obviously their wages are just covering their current loans. Yeah. So that's, that's maybe another potential issue um, that people are a little bit more cautious. So, and a lot of saving, I know they did a, uh, there was a report that came out about a month ago that they said that Aussies are really sort of turned around and they're actually saving a lot of their income now and putting it aside, um, which is probably good for the banks in one way, you know what I mean? Um, that more money's sort of going into their coffers, uh, you know, there's less... But you're not making as much on your money, are you? The cash sitting in the bank at these rates, it's... Uh, yeah. Well, with the... It's a tough one. The, the pension disappearing... Um, you know they've tried to eliminate that as much as possible, um, and they've been you know forcing people to put more into super, yeah, and then encouraging even more to go into super. Uh, and and I think that's driving an economy there in that in that industry, which in which is investments in different places. Uh, Great so, super. Do either of you know anyone that's living on super now? Oh, not no, not not directly. No. Oh, no. but but so the baby boomer generation are now living on super, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you'd like to think so. Or well, they had know. a lot of opportunities to put money away recently. So super, they didn't really used to have super. So when they started, super wasn't a thing for them. It was the pension was available for them, uh, and now they're trying to push it across. So one thing they did do for for a lot of people in um, is they've made opportunities for them to stick money into that and now they can live off that so i know some people that are they've they've made significant contributions to to that and do they seem content and satisfied and you know believing in where their dollars are and that they've got a future that's secure and 
so on in your experience uh yeah so i'm not talking about a lot of people but yes okay yeah um but they've they took care of it themselves i think super was just a a vehicle that allowed them to be more efficient with uh tax yeah they've made it they've purposely made it that way as well so okay so um look i don't have stats necessarily but my experience directly with retirees and uh and again it won't be much larger than yours i'm sure but um and then my small reading of it is that that there's a lot of people that aren't it's not working for right now the economy is not working super's not working um a lot of them rely on term deposits and interest not getting any of course Mm. so and that's the, the most intriguing thing for me is that we've got the generation before us that came out of the Second World War. The, the, you know, they had they boomed as a population. Everything that mm. has happened for them has boomed, and yet the stories the stories in aged care are doom and gloom. You know, the savings doom and gloom. Um, what the markets, the volatility in the markets, doom and gloom. Um, you know, the one thing that many of them can do is if they own their home outright. Mm. They can go to the bank, take out like a, what's called a reverse mortgage, yeah, where they chew into yeah. <laughs> anything that might be left when yeah. they go. Yeah. Um, so, you know, at the moment, does anyone believe, do either of you believe that we, we have an economy that works? Now, I'm not just talking about Australia, I'm talking about worldwide now. Yeah, well, it works, so, but whether it's, you know, if we, if we sat down and pulled it apart... You know, um, so there's Australians that are homeless. We're one of the wealthiest countries in the world. There's yeah. people that are homeless. Yeah, but to find but there's some people that don't want to, that just don't want to live in a home. Yeah, so yeah. so ho- homeless in in Australia is a is an interesting one, uh, as it is in the in the UK as well, uh, and even more so in the UK. But being homeless in Australia is almost like a. a, a a choice that someone makes because there's so many things in Australia to protect us and kind of keep us safe. Now, that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. You know, you if you go bankrupt, well, you know, what do you do now? Um, but normally the people that end up homeless are a result of something happening in their in their world that they need to escape. Okay, so they run away to be and they're homeless now. And that's normally how that how that cycle begins. Okay. Do do, are either of you aware of uh, of civilizations before our modern economy? Yeah, somewhat. Was there homelessness in those civilizations, <laughs> in those societies? Well, it depends which society you, you, you're referring to. But so I, which one had homelessness? Well I'm, not, well, I'm not exactly sure. I know that there was um, previous societies, um, well, how far are we going back? Like even Aztec society... Um, you know, a very was very much community, so it's similar to how some people have their grandparents or their mum and dad live at the property at the back, or you know what I mean. So there was a, there was a greater sense of community. So I think that um, potentially everyone look maybe looked out for each other a bit more, but had a bit more of a connection, and therefore it was probably rare in some cultures and it's probably rare now in in some areas some pockets of countries that um people are actually homeless and and that's what i was referring to before that you know sometimes when people just don't want to be helped or you know 
they've been put in housing or that you know what I mean every every opportunity's been uh, presented but for some reason you know they they don't choose it that's a potential outcome you know uh, in that respect but there's definitely families and stuff like that that you know family violence families split up by whatever reason that are homeless and that that to me um, is not cool yeah so I mean if we look at the longest continuous culture which is the Australian Aboriginal culture or yeah. cultures mm-hmm. yep. um, I think I think we'll find that homelessness was not an issue until the modern economy was brought to them by Europeans well what about yeah, when they, they had no problem not having a home outcast from the tribe I mean you know to live on the land like well so know. that's law so that's law yeah now I'm not, I'm not here to talk about law but is that a form of sort of homelessness that's well, what I'm well, saying like, so I'm short, not here to talk about law they, they yeah. weren't made homeless they were evicted from the tribe yeah it's a very different story so look my, my point is so far the vibe I've gotten from you guys is not very enthusiastic I can, I can assure you <laughs> and I've done my best not to colour too much but I haven't got any positive news from you guys really about the, the economy that we live in now I I just know that in a simple mathematical sense we, we live in one of the wealthiest societies on the planet right now and therefore one of the wealthiest societies ever in dollar terms mm-hmm. yeah and we've talked about it before suicide you know oh, nutritional huge. issues mental all issues are that, that we experience as mm. people are growing along with our economy mm. it's not working it's just not working and, but it's not just economy. No, but I'm not saying it's just economy. Yeah, because you know, I didn't say social media. Is- <laughs> I didn't say only the we only blame the financial economy. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is the financial economy is not working. We have wealth, and we have a perceptively high level of uh, lifestyle quality. Mm. Yet anxiety and all the other, let's say, negative emotions or destructive emotions are rampant. Mm, yeah. So, I'm not saying it's causal necessarily, but what I am saying is this economy does not serve us to serve to to provide us with a content life. That has nothing to do with finance. Happiness and contentness has nothing to do with. Okay, finance. so if you had no bank balance right now, your you and your kids and your wife would live a content, enjoyable life right now, would you? Potentially, that's got nothing to do. No, no, with, no. Tell me potentially right now. No, so, if you did not so have a bank sa- balance, would you live a content and happy life right now? It's a direct question. There's no potential right now. Right now, well, right now, I think I might even have a negative bank balance. <laughs> but so, but but happiness. So no, 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 don't, no, no, don't no, evade no, the direct so question I'm not, I'm right not. now. So you're, you're, you you're said saying it's not the, about you're money. You're saying the only thing. It's not about... No, you're I didn't, saying say, the, no, I didn't but, say only. Well, that's, what you're, that's what you're forcing the question to be, though. No, I'm not forcing that. Because you're saying that if I had no money, and I'm saying it's the, the money I, You've just said it's not about factors. finance. Yeah, so happiness isn't necessarily about finance. I didn't say happiness is about finance. What I said was we have an economy that is apparently booming. We have the cheapest credit ever in history mm-hmm. and we all have all these problems increasing yep. and we've agreed in the past they're increasing yeah yeah i'm not saying it's causal however what i'm saying is that is the, the financial economy is not solving those things no it's not it's part of a situation where they're getting worse that's but, undebatable no no so what but that but that's getting better therefore it's it's not correlating to well, so it you're is correlating that the, 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 so i'm not saying finances. it's causal but it is correlating actually 
overall, well, you I, look I'm at, not. I'm not necessarily agreeing that it is. But it though. is correlated. You look at any country. You look at any set of financial reports. Now, granted, they're all bullshit, but worldwide, central banks, governments are attempting to report wonderful news economically. Yeah, that is what they focus on. They are. And meanwhile, all of these other issues are increasing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying it's causal. I did not say that once, but it absolutely correlates. It absolutely correlates. But that's not all. I think, yeah, I mean, it's one facet of life, but I don't think, um, you know, to say that, I mean, yeah, it is a question they asked Ross. It's like, well, if you had no money now, no, he said finance isn't, doesn't matter. No, and no. I just I, then I directly yeah. asked the question, which but you again, didn't answer. Yeah, but it, <laughs> it does a, matter. That yeah. was just a bullshit statement. It does matter. No, but well, it might not. Like if, if someone's happy, things. yeah, if that's not the that's money. not the number one determinant. But of I asked you a direct happiness. question, which you refused to answer. Right? No, we're going to hold you down <laughs> yeah. and punch the shit out of you. No, mate. no, no. I don't want to answer no, no, that but question. You, you, can't, you, can't, you can't have a debate when you won't answer a direct question. Like, it doesn't work. Because that's just sidestepping. Yeah? No, no. You're, you're trying to... I'm not what? trying to do anything. I'm, I'm saying there's a... I am, I'm not trying to do anything. I'm, I'm saying there's a correlation. If you want to debate that, then you need to go and do some homework. It's, so I can say, sure. Yeah, basic sure. I've got, I got zero money. I'm completely happy. Sure. And I can also say, I've got zero money. I'm not happy. But that wasn't because the money's got that nothing. wasn't my point. It was your point. No, your your point is that there's a correlation. I'm saying that no, there is a correlation. It's not my point. There is a correlation. You need to go. You said you, you've already acknowledged. You don't listen to this. You don't pay any attention. I'm telling you, go out and do some reading and research. There's a correlation. It's there. So so one's, go, one's going up and the other one's going up. <laughs> That's right. And and you're saying that they somehow correlate or as opposed to just just I just, just said correlate. I didn't say anything else. So what I am saying is, but we have no, but we finance, didn't live the, the financial times in, in, econ- in history the to financial, know whether, how happy or content the financial or economy or people does not solve human problems. That yeah, is the point I'm making. It's one part right. of the problem. Now the financial, I didn't say it's causing a problem. So you guys are saying that I didn't say that. What I'm saying is the financial economy does not solve human problems. It just doesn't. Okay, so why have we got the two in the same conversation then? So if it doesn't solve it, what's it doing? Okay. okay. What's, what's the other side of okay. the coin? So you're saying okay. it's not it's not contributing. Did to you it. want me to discuss what I wanted to discuss? Apparently. Sure, but you've just done all you've done is right. ask us questions the whole time. Great. This was your <laughs> to, this was your to, topic to ground it to yeah. ground it. Yeah, I've asked you guys questions. You guys haven't demonstrated any satisfaction in the current economy. Yeah, I've then gone on to say to state the the fact, which is plain as day, that there is a correlation between an apparently booming successful economy. And a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a species that's progressively getting less satisfied. There is a correlation. Yeah, there is. Less healthy, less everything. Well, I don't know. I didn't live 200 years well, ago. Well, then you I need to go and read. It. Well, you need to go and read. You need to go and read. You need well, to go no, and do some they're, research. They're, they're all good points. Again, you, you know, my... They're just simple points, right? Yeah. They're simple points, okay? So, I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask all those questions because I, I didn't want to sit here and tell you guys something. But right now, you need to go and look at the correlation. It's there. So all I am saying is the economy, the financial economy, the thing that we're told to go to school and get a profession and earn the dollars is not solving any of the problems that we really need to solve. It's just not. Yeah. So hospital waiting lists also just jumped up 20-something percent apparently year on year in a booming economy. So all I'm saying is the arguments for fiscal responsibility and all these things that governments talk about are not holding up 
they're just not holding up for 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 people and their well-being it's that simple and so the final step of that for me is it's time that we move away from an economy that is about that is just about chasing dollars about chasing wealth chasing success more assets building that super etc etc and actually go to an economy that focuses on the individuals and the communities that they're in that's it so that's nice to say but what does that look like what does that like what does that mean what does that how great does question. that translate great question we'll have to talk about that another time I think we're out of time I heard an alarm go off so that yeah as I said that's we got a bit heated debate there um, it's all right. you know, I, nearly, I nearly I nearly got into Ross but <laughs> I think you can take me to be honest um, but in saying that yeah it, it yep. does come back to connection and community and you know we fo- we get what we focus on as, as Ross said uh, and, and yeah they're all they're all good points in the economy you know I think again what I got from that is just to be grateful have a look at like what we've got um, you know again if we come into a conversation where someone says oh how do you think the economy's going well Fuck what sells. It's all doom and gloom. That's yeah, right. But we're sold, you know, that, well, you know, figures are in that, you know, labor's, you know, unemployment's low and, you know, businesses are investing. So we, that's that's what we get. My advice is to take care of your own house. Yeah. No, not just like bricks and mortar, but make sure your own shit's in order to look after yourself. Um, you know, because we come from a society of like, you know, we've had a spoon in our mouths being Australians for so long. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're expected, we're entitled. You see people out the front of Centrelink going, "I want my money now." It's like, dude, there's plenty of other people that you know may be more deserving. I don't know, but you know, you, everyone's got an opportunity to get out there and work for it. So instead of relying on the government and saying, "Well, you know, if you're going to get sick or die in any country in the fucking world." It's here. Mm. You could you you'd, yeah. you wouldn't pick any other place. Mate, well, let's be honest. I, 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 while I while I see your point, I I urge you to go and speak to the people that are sick and dying oh, in no, this country. Yeah. It's no better than any other country. Well, it's no better. No, no, no. But okay, so there, no, there may be other countries that would. Um, <laughs> and we are moving towards. If you don't have private health insurance, you will not get yeah, care. Yeah. So all of these. I mean, again, I've acknowledged we live in one of the wealthiest countries in all. Time. Yeah, wealthiest societies in all time. No argument there. Comforts, all of that stuff. No argument with any of that. It's just not working. Yeah, for community, again, for family, for yeah. people, for human Commun- beings, it's not working. It's not working. Yeah. Well, it's not working. Yeah. That's all I am saying. So there is there is no debate. It's work mm-hmm. that it is yeah. working. It's so, not. So what's the question? So I asked a question before, and you said that's a really good question. I'm going to write it down Great. right now, and we're going to ask it in the next podcast. Great. What's the question? Well, so. You had a thing, what's a human-based economy? Well, I wasn't ready to talk about that. I was ready to explain why we need a human-based economy, which is what we've no, just No, it was what, what, it, what that looks like. Uh, yeah, the, that's right. Yeah, what, what the new... Cool. So you're ready to talk about it on the next podcast? I'm ready to talk about it. I'm, it's not going to be a soliloquy. It's going to be a, a conversation that involves everybody because you're a human, he's a human, I'm a human. Sure. It's not my economy. <laughs> sure, but you're, so you've made, a, you've made a statement about we need to change and I'm like, well, sure, what does that look like? like Great. Yeah. How would you like it to look? I don't know. Let's do the next podcast. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everyone. We'll catch you soon. Thanks, guys. This has been Ross Pepper, Alistair McDonald, and Luke Farrar for the Ross L and Luke Show. If you wish to get in contact with us regarding the show, please reach out to us via email on rosslluke at gmail.com. 
To discover more about myself, Ross Pepper, please visit my website, rosspepper.com. To check out Al and discover what he can do for your team, please visit his website, alistairmcdonald.com.au. And if you're ready for an awesome sign for your business, be sure to visit luke at lfsigns.com.au. You have been listening to The Ross Allen Luke Show. Thanks for listening and have a spectacular day.